everyone. I'm so glad you're back here for another episode. Today I had the lovely Anna Meek on the podcast today. She is the founder of an academy called Soul Based Coaching, where they have helped over a thousand students worldwide. She likes to link the body, mind, spirit, and soul together to help heal and transform individuals. I absolutely loved our conversation. She talked about going from the corporate world into her coaching business and just some struggles she had when opening her business. Uh, I can really resonate with that because opening my business really brought to light all my insecurities, doubts, uh, stuff that I thought I had already healed from got re brought to light. So anyways, go along and listen to the podcast to get more information on finding your calling or your purpose. She talks a lot about that as well. Welcome to the Intuitively Guided Podcast. My name is Holly Knicken, and I'm an intuitive healer, a Reiki master, and a love of all things that have to do with our body, mind, spirit, and soul. I'm on a mission to bring awareness to our mental well-being and how we're all connected, how what we focus on, we attract more of that into our life, and how your energy and vibration is everything. You are way more powerful than you even know. You have the ability to heal yourself within with the right tools, mindset, nutrition, and knowledge. If you are looking to take full responsibility and create the life of your desires, you have showed up in the correct spot. My intention for this podcast is to give you the tools, resources, and stories that can inspire you, motivate you, and give you what you need in order to give you lasting change. I believe to live your fullest life, you have to clear out the garbage, which is your past difficulties you've experienced in life in order to create the life of your dreams. I am so excited that you are here with me today. So let's click that like and follow button so that you don't miss out on any future episodes. Now let's get started. Okay, everyone, I'm so glad you're here with us today. I have Anna Meek with us today, and I'm so glad she is going to share a little bit about herself and just why she is on the journey she's on and where she's came from. So I'm so excited to pass the floor over to her and us just to get to know her. Mm, Well, thank you so much for having me, Holly. It's a joy to be here. Um, Well, yes. Hmm, Why am I here where I am today? I would say that I was one of those kids who were super curious about why the world works as it seems to work, because it didn't mean make a lot of sense to me. Um, but I always kind of was looking at people and like thinking about what, why are you doing this or why are you saying this? And I think, you know, on a, on a, on a level that I wasn't aware of at the time, I was just picking up incongruences between what people are saying and doing and what they were feeling or what their energy was all about. Um, And so it's, it's taken me a long time to figure out that the world doesn't actually work so well as it, as people are making it out to work. Um, But it led me on a journey to, um, you know, do an MBA and look at like, you know, what do we need to do in business to kind of help the things happen that seem to be useful for people. Um, And, and really there, it got me, it got so clear for me that it is all about 
how can we help humans be more of who they are? That is kind of the, the, the red thread that kind of kept drawing me forward. So from there, I went into consultancy. I did a lot of change work, so helping teams or organizations, corporations make the changes that they wanted to make. Um, but on that path, I started coaching pretty early on, and then um, I got to really see that a lot of things that I'd learned at university actually didn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, and I got to really wonder. So, so many of the change initiatives, you know, when you look at it corporately or when you look at it individually, so many of them don't actually work. So there's a lot yeah. of time and energy spent, money spent on things that are actually not taking people very far. And that just was mind-boggling to me so I was really curious about so when it does why like what makes the difference how can we help people make sustainable changes how can we help groups of people make sustainable changes and so that was really what got my attention and my full focus and then that worked really well for a long time and then my health just kind of went and um, some things that had been there to begin with, like, you know, little nagging things along the way turned into a big immune system problem. Um, and that really was the nudge that drove me towards what I'm doing now, because in that process of healing myself, of, of you know, finding out what can I do to get in the best possible shape and way of being, I found that I um it's so incredibly important to also include my spiritual self into what I do in the world. So I, you know, all the while I was doing my, uh, my corporate career and kind of being like a high flying, whatever they call it, I was also doing my spiritual development. My own spiritual path was calling me, but I kept them separately, like, very, very, very intentionally. I was like, sure, I'm on this, you know, I'm I'm learning to be an energy healing. I did that for years. Um, but I'm not gonna tell anyone about it. I'm never ever going to put like the the, the sign of healer at my front door. You know, it's just like this is just for me. It's just for me. But when I, you know, my health broke down, it got to be so incredibly clear that there is no way that I can be in the world and I can be who I am without that getting to be, to have a place. Um, so I started to really look at how I could combine the coaching that I'd been doing. And by then I was training coaches as well for quite some time um, already. And But how can I integrate parts of my spiritual path um, to actually deepen and strengthen the effect that coaching can have? And so that was the birth of soul-based coaching. And now I run the Academy for Soul-Based Coaching. We've worked with thousands of people globally. Um, we have a team of trainers. And yeah, this is kind of the stuff that I could not have imagined um, even five years ago, maybe. Wow, that's amazing. Your journey. Thank you for sharing that with us. I have a question because I, I feel that you're... The same kind of story has happened with a few people that have come on this podcast where especially they've been working in the corporate world, but then all of a sudden it's almost like they get an illness and they go a different route. And I just wonder if it's because you weren't being your full authentic self 
or what are your thoughts around? Yeah, it's a really good question because um, about 10 years prior to me having to leave that world, because it, it wasn't a choice, right? Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll come to that in a moment. But like 10 years prior, I'd had a massive burnout. And um, that at that time, it was very much about me trying to fit into ways of being and ways of acting and showing up that I thought were like, you know, what was needed. It was like, these are the things that are asked for in a corporate world. So I'd, I'd had that experience. And then from healing from that, I was I chose to go freelance and then start my own company with Mm -hmm. um, two of my dearest friends. And we were actually on a path of um, making the world, the work that we were doing very much in alignment with who we are and very much in integrity with who we are. So I was already on that path. And I think that is an incredibly important path. And I think there's a lot of casualties, so to speak, from corporate, um, because it takes a lot to break the patterns and break the molds um, of what is deemed to be, you know, normal or just the way things are. Um, so it, I think there's no question that there's a lot of people that, you know, kind of run into walls there um, and don't feel like they're able to change and show up more authentically within the systems that are operating there. Um, and so it, it takes a lot of courage and a lot of strength to do that. It's, it's in a way, um, it's a little bit in trying to change systems from the inside um, mm-hmm. without having, um, you know, authority or a formal power or a brief to do so is a, is a tricky thing to do. Right. Yeah. So it makes sense that there's more people that are leaving the corporate world um, and just kind of looking at it. So how can I be of service? How can I do things that I mean, make a living, make me happy enough um, and don't cost me my health? Yeah, certainly right. a lot of people that I've met along the way. Yeah, that's very interesting. Well, thank you for so much for sharing your story. So how how does someone find out what their purpose or calling is if they feel like there there's a lot of people that just feel like I don't know what it is Mm. and you know what this is why it's so deeply scary it's because it's not like a job description it's not like hey look at here is the list it's the bakers (laughs) and the dentists and then there is the physiotherapist and here is the salespeople and here you know it's it doesn't work like that well for some people it does right some people feel like oh i want to be in healthcare like i want to i really i want to be a nurse or i want to be a teacher like those are like really strong callings that have a that already have a place in our society and the way things are set up but for so many of us like for me there was no job description that says hey here's the academy for soul-based coaching we're looking for someone to run it like no um it takes um you know we're all trained to listen to your teacher at school do what's being asked of you then kind of we move on to um going to work it's like okay so this is the job description these are tasks there's the boss they're going to tell you the manager they're going to tell you what to do so we're trained in being kind of obedient it's not quite i'm putting that in brackets but it's like to follow 
um, direction from outside of us. And to find our calling, we have to really learn to listen inside of us. And that is not easy. It takes a lot of courage. And I know that for me, it took a long time of me kind of roaming the forest, which is kind of my, <laughs> my place to be, my home away from home. And like, you know, crying, screaming, thinking, like overthinking, like a gazillion, like, I don't know how many miles and miles of overthinking that I've done. Um, but there's like, until I started to really learn to listen to that voice inside. Right. And learning to listen to that, the little nudges that we all get all day long, okay, learning to listen to it, to actually learn and have the courage to act on the nudges. That is, that is how, that's the path towards finding our calling. Right. And so can you talk about like the beauty and the pitfalls of falling, following our calling and then why there's so many challenges? <laughs> Well, I think, you know, this, this, is, this is already a part of it. Um, we so like to have answers that are like, oh, here it is. <laughs> like A to Z, all, all worked out. Uh, right. Can't fail as well, right? We, we, that's just kind of what we want. We just want the security of this thing already being in place. And there is no such thing. And so there is the, 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 the beauty of it is that every time that we take a step in that direction, there, it comes with a, an, um, an inherent fulfillment. It's no longer dependent on what happens to it in the world is like this as a sense of um rightness to it not right or wrong but like a sense of um congruency with that that just feels right in our in our bodies in our minds in our souls it just it, it creates happiness from the inside out and so that is that is very much where the beauty is um and also i think from the people that i see in you know through my coaching work and in our academy there is a sense of blossoming that happens for people and there's like a place for them that they find. Um, it doesn't mean that everything in work in life is worked out or that nothing changes anymore, but there is a sense of like, I'm in the right place. I'm where I'm supposed to be. But then on the way, of course, because it's so incredibly, um, uh, what's the word? Like we can't predict. It's so, so unpredictable. It comes with, the courage and um, yes, I'm going to surrender. Yes, I'm going to say yes to this thing, even though it's challenging and I don't know where it's going to go. And for a lot of us at this point in time, it's also about actually the systems as they are. You we talked about corporate at the beginning of this of this conversation. Yeah. It's like they don't actually align anymore with what's needed. So a lot of people are finding that what they want to offer, what they feel like they want to do, what they need to do, there is no job description. There is no opening somewhere where that's already kind of the, the spaces haven't been made for us yet because we're part of the people that are co-creating our better future. We are right. part of the wave of pioneers. And that is like it's incredibly scary at times. Um, and it is it takes a lot of learning to be with uncomfortableness with not knowing um, and that's just something that we've not been trained for but no. it also means that we get to create our reality 
Oh, I love this conversation where it's going because I love creating our own reality. What do you find as opening your, I know my challenges with opening a business, but what did you find most challenging for yourself when going out on your own and leaving society's expectations of how it should look? Mm. You know what? I think the biggest thing that held me back was that I was looking for some authority that was going to okay it some external voice, some sort of person saying, yes, Anamik, you're doing the right things. The things that you are doing are valuable because I'm saying so. Because there's no stamp of approval when you set off on your own, right? Sure, you, you know, make sure that you're skilled, right? Skills are important. And um, yeah, yeah, make sure that you have, you know, a coaching certification, if that's what you're called towards, or whatever the thing is, um, make sure that you have the skills that you that you need. But beyond that, it really is up to ourselves to step into our own authority. And I think that was the thing that I've that I struggled with most. Yeah, yeah. I know that for me, opening my own business, I've had to do so much healing and I thought I'd already done so much healing. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I'd already done so much. And then I opened a business and it's like all my insecurities came out, all my doubt, everything comes out. And it's like panic mode of, did I make the right choice? Yeah. And you know what? I think that entrepreneurship especially people like if you're selling a product that is might be a little bit different I sometimes I hear people share about this but especially when you are like a service provider when you are the product that you're selling like you know it means that every question about is this working is this going well is a question about yourself like am I doing the right things right right and so there is, um, I, I, I look at entrepreneurship as a spiritual initiation process. There is no end to it either. Right. It is, yes. We keep meeting ourselves in the mirror going, dang, I thought I was beyond this. But hey, here's another go at this. And, you know, we're not at the same place. It's like this, you know, this spiral moving upwards, but we're mm-hmm. definitely going to see the same themes. So, yeah, it's takes guts it takes perseverance it takes a willingness to go oh you again hello (laughs) okay (laughs) yes here we go again um you do a lot of um when you're talking about your healing you talk about like the soul the spirit um our mind and body linking it all together can you just talk about that because I feel like in society like people are wanting to heal but they're not linking it all together. We were talking about this before we got on the podcast is like, I feel that some people are going to talk therapy and that's okay. But we, or some people are just going to the gym to get fit and eat healthy and that's okay. But they're missing other components because we were, we have to work with the whole body. Yeah. With the whole system. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think this is another example of, you know, we've, we've grown up in this Western paradigm, which is all about let's 
divide everything up into pieces. And from that, we can kind of try and control the pieces and make them work together in a good way. And we do that in corporate. We do that with our own health as well. So if we look at hospitals, the way they're organized, it's like, oh, we go to see this one for hearts. You know, this one does abdomens. This one does knees. You know, it's kind of like it's all spread out like that. And we've totally lost the idea that we are one whole. Everything is linked together. And I think that is part of what we're reclaiming now. It is this knowing that our bodies and our minds are intricately connected. Our body and our soul is intricately connected. Um, Our spirit and our soul are intricately connected. And so when we are wanting to change the experience that we're having, I think that the most powerful way usually is the way that goes, okay, so what are the pieces that are needed here? And so in soul-based coaching, we don't necessarily have like a checklist from, you know, like what does the body say or what is that? But what we find is by the way, because of the way that we work, that all of the layers that are touched on that need attention are going to come to the foreground so that they can work together in in unison with one another um, to look at, so where does the system need to shift? What is the healing that is is needed at this point so that the whole can start working together in a more effective and more wholesome and more healthy way? Right. And the really interesting part in it that I just love is that we all have this incredible innate capacity for creating more wholeness in ourselves. So, and I think this is like the most beautiful truth i again mm-hmm. i put that in brackets but like human beings are so incredibly awesome we do not need to get that healing from outside but what we need is help very often to get in touch with that healing capacity that's inside of ourselves oh i i so agree with that that's where the oh, yeah. beauty is i yeah. i believe this is just my belief and what I've experienced is so many times we are seeking the advice and seeking everything outside of ourselves, And it's like, I am here to help you get back in touch with like who you are and to guide you back to your higher self because you have all the answers. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, your body, your soul, all of it has incredible resources available for you. And the only thing that we sometimes need is, and we sometimes talk about it, like being a midwife for that change that wants to happen. Right. It's like, it's all there. It's already there. And the Mm -hmm. process has already started. And um, sometimes it can help to not get stuck in the birth canal, so to speak. (laughs) I, yeah, like I, I believe like sometimes we need guidance on how to do it and stuff, but it's yeah. guiding people to trust themselves again, to get connected to their higher self, to get connected to their spirit so that they can be in power of their life again. Absolutely. Yeah. And and also for us, it's very much to be in, in connected with the wisdom that also lives in the body. Mm-hmm. Um. There's one of the, I don't, I actually don't talk about higher self very often. Uh-huh. Um, no, it's interesting because there is, um, it's, it implies a hierarchy. It implies okay. that higher is 
is better in a way. And I think it, when we look at spirituality, like on a on the in, in like big terms, mm-hmm. um, there can be um, a tendency to get away from the physical discomfort and to kind of go up and connect with the higher self as a way out of of that that's interesting rather than rather than staying with what is and inviting all of those perspectives into you know together into one another so this is i think it's it's like i look at it more as a round table <laughs> of all of those aspects be and and having them be in communion communion with one another i think that's where the key is um for people to to step into that space where healing can happen for them easily yeah that's it's interesting no no it is a no it's it is a good perspective because it is looking at something again that you said like a hierarchy like something that's above you it's very i never thought of it that way hmm. Yeah, and it's interesting because there's like when you start to this is like um, it's like levels of the of uh, ascension. It's like let's start by the here and now and bringing all of these parts together and looking at the power that we have when we do because we are incarnated, right? It means being in the flesh in Latin. We are incarnated here because we have something to do here. At least that's my belief system. It's like this is part of our job to be fully in our bodies and to learn to deal and to live with the fact that sometimes that hurts like hell. And sometimes it's incredibly overwhelming. And sometimes it's super juicy and yummy and like delicious. Um, And all of that is part of what is part of what we're yeah what what our what our mission is as humans yeah yeah and and i know that one of the things that i have been working on the last little while is grounding myself because sometimes <laughs> i am not in the experience of now because i'm yeah in the higher realm yeah <laughs> And, and, you know, you're not the only one. I think it makes a lot of sense. It, I, you know, the way I look at it, there's a lot of people out there that are not into spirituality at all, but they live in their minds, like, right? They're living kind of like, that's kind of where they kind of their experience heads. their yes. life from, yeah, their heads. Um, and then um, for a whole lot of people that are into spiritual development, because we need that. We need that realm to be present and available here for all of us too. Um, It's easy to kind of disappear into that. I'm a big, you know, (laughs) that used to be so much my experience too. But what you say, like the grounding, bringing it here and now and not losing the fact that we are also connected to spirit, that we are also connected to the divine, whatever label people have for them. It's It's like both and. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I have a question then for you because now I'm just starting to like, that's a good perspective is like, so you say it's like a round table and we're in the here and now. So what if you're, okay. So in life, if you are trying to become a better person or to release all the traumas, sometimes we have an identity that we think we are. And if you want to become a 
different person. How do you, how do you, instead of like, how would you coach someone on that? Like, cause I'm just looking at me. Like I look at like, what does your higher self look like? Or what does your new identity look like? But if you're, do you understand Sam yeah, what I'm yes. trying to say? <laughs> I think so. The way that I interpret it is, um, or what it makes me think of, like what resonates in me when you ask that, is that I would start by, first of all, if we were, if this were a coaching call, I would invite you into some sort of presencing exercise. So some, like a little bit of a meditation type thing, but not to lead you into a certain state, but to help you just be here and now. However, whatever that looks for you in, mm-hmm. in, in with your body. Um, and from there, the question would be, and what would you like to have happen? And so that is a very open question. And yes. whatever we work with, like, so that means that you as my client would get to be, we, we get to have the chance to decide what, what is it that I want? So maybe it is about becoming a better person. Maybe it is about stepping into the next evolution of yourself. Maybe whatever the words are that are, that feel right in that moment, mm-hmm. that's like the, the first stepping stone that gets to be like the first beacon on the way. Oh, okay. And from there, we can invite all these different perspectives in. And we have a very specific way of doing that in soul-based coaching. Um, But your system, your body, your mind, your soul, they're all going to be part of that. They're going to share wisdom with you. And from that, you can kind of look and see, oh, okay. So when it's like that, what would I like to have happen next? And so for me, it's not a question of, um, you know, I'm, I'm here right now and I think I'm like not good enough yet or messy or whatever, you know, judgments we have about ourselves. And I really want to get to there because that's where my higher self is or whatever that, that version of myself that feels like a better kind of person that can easily be, um, looked at as, um, here, this is the end goal, right? That better version, like then I'm going to be fixed and it's going to be ready when I'm there, everything's going to be sorted. That's the happy ever after right there. That's just what I want. Just get me to the happy ever after. And that's kind yes. of it. And it's just so funny. Cause I just talked to somebody else on the last podcast about this as how we're always reaching for the end goal and how we're never going to be happy if we keep reaching for that goal. Oh, I'll just be happy when this happens or this. Exactly. Exactly. And so for me, what what we can do is, as soul-based coaches is very much about helping people become like that next version of, you, of themselves that they envision, knowing full well that that is just a touchstone on the in the unfolding. So I'm seeing it not as a, well, you know, I'm deficient. I need to fix this thing. Otherwise, I'm not a good human being. But more mm-hmm. of a, you know, how a peony flower just kind of like, keeps on opening like that that is it for me that is that is the work that we get to help in and that is just like it's it's beautiful even when it's still like a little bud right right and it's it's gorgeous when it starts to open and it's incredible when like more layers start opening up and it's like like it it just kind of literally takes my breath away when I see those flowers (laughs) just becoming more and more and more of themselves until that point where they fade and kind of drop their leaves and that's kind of like then they become compost for other things other beings to flourish so that that is that's the central 
That's the way that I look at it. Wow. It's already beautiful. And there is this, yeah. uh, this longing, this urge, this knowing that like, oh, there's more. Like the client just, you know, feels in every cell in their body, like there's more that I am, that I'm not living yet. That's what I want. Fantastic. Yeah. Wow. That is so awesome. So do you have any courses going on or where can people find you? Yeah. Oh, thank you for the question. Yeah. Um, so we run uh, two types of programs usually in our academy. One is a year long certification program for soul based coaches. So that's open to anyone who wants to learn how to do this as a professional coach. Um and we also have an eight-week course that's called the Feminine in Coaching. So a lot of what I talked about, about how this old paradigm in our world and how we are very much at the, you know, at the point of where we're switching that, where we're yes. adding another perspective. So that very much comes from the feminine perspective, not talking gender, um, think, think about it as yin and yang. Yes. So we're really adding that yin perspective into the, the profession of coaching, which is very young oriented. Um, in its origins. Um, and then we have uh, very regularly, we have um, free circles and uh, workshops, to just taste the work. So if people want to come and find us at um, academyforsoulbasedcoaching.com, that's a great place to find out um, more about what it is that we're up to. That's awesome. I'll leave that in the show notes. Is there one last piece of advice that maybe we didn't get to touch on or something that you feel compelled, like that you're like, oh, I'd really like to say this if someone on here was listening? Yes. If you're like listening to this and you're like, I want to, I, I want to learn more about that paradigm that way of being where we all get to be these flowers that are just keep on blossoming it's like please do please 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 do you know come and join us or, or you know find out what we are doing find other places where you get that because we're in such an incredibly exciting time in our history um, that can be super overwhelming and tricky, but also we are birthing something really, really, really important and really powerful. And we want you in the team. Yeah, I, I agree. There's a big shift happening big time right now. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all your knowledge. Uh, I appreciate you so much. And thank you just everything that you're doing in the world. I know you're helping so many amazing souls out there. Mm, thank you so much. And uh, please keep doing the good work that you're doing as well. It's really lovely to be here. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and following along. I would love to hear what you have found most valuable in today's episode. Please leave a review here on the podcast so that I can keep sharing these amazing tools and knowledge that I pick up along the way on my healing journey. If you are not already following me on social media, join me there where I share my daily life and inspirations throughout the day by following Holly Sanukin on Instagram or Facebook. I love each and every single one of you, and I believe we all have the power and the ability to heal. I can't wait to connect with you and hear how your healing journey is going. Make sure to go out there and spread some love and kindness throughout the day. Love you all.